in this episode. Right? Yes, this, these are the conversations men in particular don't have. I don't know if women, mm -hmm. uh, and I'm speaking mostly cis and uh, straight uh, men, do not have this conversation. We should. We should talk about our salaries to one another, and we should talk mm -hmm. about like what we're into in porn. Now that's Viv discussing with me that men aren't talking enough about salaries and their porn preferences. She also shares her bathhouse experience and a whole lot more in part two of my curious conversation with her. It's episode 101 of the Cross Yas podcast. So, shall we get started already? Yas! Yas, 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 yas. Cross Yas podcast. Which is Elm here, so. Yas! Yas! Yas, 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 yas. Yas, yas, yas. Welcome to the Cross Yas podcast, the podcast that still says yas to everything related to cross dressing, sexuality, and gender. My name is Giselle Mirasol. I cross-dress, I consider myself transgender, and I'll be your guide to the world of cross-dressing, sexuality, and gender. If you're new here, check out our website, www.crossyaspodcast.com for bonus stuff, ways you can support the podcast, and even check out our Discord where you can chat with me, Sierra, and other Cross Yas listeners directly, pretty much 24-7. And finally, if you find yourself enjoying Viv's story and have your own story that's cross-dressing, sexuality, and or gender related, but wondering to yourself, hmm, I wonder if people want to hear what I have to say. Well, duh. You know me and you know the podcast. The answer to your burning question is aloud. Frickin' yes! Email me Giselle at crossyaspodcast.com. Hit me up on Instagram at crossyaspodcast or just find me on Discord, Rochi underscore mochi pound seven three two five can't wait to talk to you episode 101 everyone kind of crazy i'm in the triple digits with episodes now and i'm super excited to kick it off with my second and final part of my curious conversation with viv don't want to dilly dally too much so let's just get right into the episode it's shorter than the first part and i'm sure you'll probably enjoy it regardless no more waiting here's episode 101 happy listening <laughs> you yes, want to talk a great transition yeah transition <laughs> to, oh, sorry. The, to your stories that you were kind of mentioning on chat of how you ventured into the bathhouses of chicago you want to talk about yeah, that you aren't kidding you are not afraid um girl i'm gonna go in there <laughs> i'm going real in there so real we'll deep about that. <laughs> um yeah so i guess as i've described it i guess i would say i'm mostly straight maybe kind of bi which means just bi i don't know why i can't just say that nice yeah uh, i was like right. kind of bi no you're, you're bi you're bi yeah um so yeah as, as you were mentioning one thing that that i've tried uh after i broke up with uh the girl the girlfriend who i thought was really cool who sort of accepted some of some of the cross-dressing i uh went to a gay bathhouse in Chicago um, for listeners who, who aren't uh, too aware. Like sh Chicago has a very vibrant gay community uh, concentrated in what is called boys town. And in boys town, there are um, some gay saunas. I only know of one in particular. It's a place called Steamworks. Uh, they have one in Seattle or something. I think it's kind of a chain, hmm. uh, but that's neither here nor there. Um, I don't know how I heard about it. I must, I must have heard it through Dan Savage and then through Google and found, found it out. And uh, yeah, I, I, 
finally at one point said, fuck it. I, I happened to be in Chicago for work. And after it, um, I went to the this bathhouse. Ooh, and then what happened? <laughs> Tell us. Like, I'm super interested. I'm like, ooh, yes. Bathhouses, explain. Uh, um, I think I, I to, trying to put my... It, well, uh, I'm stammering here a lot because right? I, I don't know that I've talked about this before with anyone. I love but. it. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking cross yas exclusive. Give me, give me that bathhouse talk, girl. Yes. I, yeah. I think maybe I talked about it with my therapist. But yeah, you, you walk in, if you're not familiar with uh, the bathhouse setup, at least the one in Chicago, I can't speak for all of them. But um, you go in and it's set up. Like you go up to the counter, it's kind of dark in there. There's a there's a locker room out front, and they say you you rent out a room. That must be like the legality of it. You rent out a room for some period of time. I don't know if it was a whole day or some number of hours. And they give you a little key card for a room, and they they assign you a room. And in the bathhouse, there's like I said, the lockers locker room up there. They give you a towel. You're you're expected to take your clothes off and wear uh, nothing or only the towel. And then inside here, they have different uh, call activity areas, right? They have uh, a hot tub. They have some showers. Uh, on the next floor up, there are rooms that are laid up, sort of like a half-assed hotel, uh, in which they they are just beds with doors on them, um, not on the doors, but small rooms. And um, you kind of just walk around there and, as they say, cruise. Hmm. And not the Tom Cruise kind. We're actually cruising. <laughs> no. Okay. No. no well, uh, Tom Cruise may be interested in going to a bathhouse, but uh, yeah. <laughs> that's Scientology. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you're never. You're gonna have to cut that out. Otherwise, they're gonna come after you. Yeah, they will come after me. That one, this one obscure podcast that they heard Tom Cruise in. Yeah, they'll, they'll they are after. everywhere. <laughs> um. So yeah, I I went because I was looking for gay attention. Um. Well, I, I won't say gay attention, uh, specifically splitting hairs, um, male attention. Uh, it happens to be gay attention, right? Because I'm a man. But that's what I was looking for. So you kind of walk around and uh, sort of eye each other up. It's super weird. It's kind of like being in like a, um, I don't know, like like a deli window, right? Because you're all just kind of walking by <laughs> each other, sizing each other up. <laughs> And literally meats everywhere, yes, just yeah. hanging meats, talking <laughs> big salamis. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, I wish that every, every man straight or gay could have this experience. Obviously that's, you know, pie in the sky, but, uh, it's very, from my point of view, just interesting and it's exciting. Um, it's, it's gross. It's sexy. It's, just a, a lot of stuff. So sometimes someone would um, would saddle up to you and you would just say, you'd like shake your head and say no or or whatever. Um, you might sit in the hot tub for a little while and some guy like so, sort of scooches up to you and you kind of give him the right or the wrong look for what you're looking for. Um, now, when I was there, like what else did they have there? They had like a sawhorse there. There's like glory holes. There's swings. So, um, yeah, I, I, I partook a little bit there. Okay. Yeah. That's what I was getting at. What, what, did, <laughs> yes. what did we partake in girl? What, what, what did we get into? How did, what kind of trouble did we get into that? Um, probably, probably oral sex. Um, oh, and I should mention throughout here, um, 
there's there's condoms everywhere, uh, which is okay. which is great. Uh, yes, <laughs> there's condoms everywhere. I mean, regardless if they were everywhere, I would obviously still insist. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but there's just condoms everywhere. There's just like bowls full of condoms. Uh, yeah, I think maybe I tried bottoming there one time, and it didn't quite work out, and I kind of lost the vibe because just it just got unsexy. Mm-hmm. Um, they have TVs everywhere that are playing like gay porn and that's sort of exciting so you kind of so what what one thing that i did i don't know if this is what people do i got the sense that this was kind of what people do you leave your hotel room open your whole your your hotel door open and then you have a tv in your little hotel cube and you know you put on whatever channel of gay porn you like and you sort of stroke it and sometimes people will stop and they'll they'll peek in and then you're meant to give them a signal whether or not to come in and so um, specifically, I don't remember if I did, but it might have been that I did. I think I, yeah, I probably did like one person. Yeah. Now that I think about it, one person in particular, I had invited in and I think there was some frauding. There was, um, hand stuff and I don't know if there's any mouth stuff, but yeah. Fascinating. I am just like glued to my screen. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. yes. Now. Okay. I- I'll ask you, you, are um straightish you've talked about your uh, your dalliances um in gaydom a little bit mm-hmm. uh, found, and from what i remember uh you you decided mostly it was not for you and given that are you interested i know you're interested in transsexual porn and sissy porn which is great but are you are what about gay porn where do you fall on that i i you know i've tried and i've looked mm-hmm. at men i am just i am not repulsed by like okay. male bodies I think it's more femininity, and I'm sure this might ring true to you or any cross-dresser that I've pretty much talked to, and they find that they find the sexiness or just the femininity aspect just appealing. So I think when I've seen a man, when I had sex with that queer male, queer mm-hmm. person, um, it just didn't do it for me. And then, I mean, you throw in the fact that like I've tried and tried to like male bodies just don't do it for me. And this is also tied in with the, and I've talked about it too, I've been sexually abused by a family friend who was a male and that just like, I wouldn't say ruined it for me, but I just never was into it. And he did things to me that I'm just like, eh, it wasn't, eh, I didn't really like it. But if you right. like substitute any woman in any like, in any porn, it just really turns me on. Although like lesbian porn isn't, doesn't turn me on. So I think it is just either trans women, cross-dressing men, who are right. feminine enough, especially as they call traps, like, right. like, whoa, that really gets me <laughs> quite well. Yes. But, um, uh, yeah, I, I think- agree. Now, now what about men in trap porn? Do you, would you prefer it just to be traps only or, uh, yeah, so men I, even the men like, you know, and you know about this, about porn, they never find the good looking men <laughs> in, oh, in, yeah. in porn. You're like, oh yeah, they're great at sex or they last really long, but you look at their faces, they're like, eh, nah, no thanks. Now, if the man is dressed up as a female, and they're passing enough, I will jerk quickly <laughs> to that. But right. something about men just don't doesn't turn me on. And that's why I think for everybody who's listening to this, like discover what you really like, because then you can just get rid of all the stuff you don't like. It seems obvious, but it's kind of like true. You have to get you have to like what figure out what you don't like so you actually can figure out what you do truly like, which I think and- you did. Right? Yes, this, these are the conversations men in particular don't have. I don't know if women, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm speaking mostly cis and uh, straight uh, men, 
do not have this conversation. We should, we should talk about our salaries to one another. And we should talk mm-hmm. about like what we're into in porn, because like, obviously you, or you look at those porn hub th- surveys that they show every year and they say, okay, you, this many percent of people are, are Googling this. And it's like, wow, that is not reflected in our media at all. If we had just like talked about it, like you and I are talking about it and you solidify who you are versus who other people are, which is, I think a big theme of your, your podcast is figuring out who you are. And that helps, that helps build your confidence. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Utah, by the way. I saw it when you guys were, <laughs> were Googling. <laughs> Shout out to Utah. I'm like, whoa, it's all, really? It's, it's okay. always the Mormons. Yeah. They're the freakiest of freaks. These religious people are the freakiest of freaks. So yeah. yeah. Um, and they're also the same ones who write in legislation, which, oh, yikes. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it's crazy to me. I just wish we could get, I wish we could get past that. I hope this generation is different. But we've probably been saying that for hundreds of years. Millions of years, yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm sure there's some cavemen there say, oh, God. Yeah, hope my son does more things than stone, you know? <laughs> and he's just like creating a fire. And you're like, ah, oh, God. Um, have you discovered um, a website called xdress.com? That sounds quite familiar. But is that the one that sells male panties? Is that, yes. that xdress? Yes. Okay. What about it? This. Um, with how you describe what your interests are, that sounds like that would probably be outside of your main interest. These are men, hairless men, uh, but nonetheless, identifiably men, uh, cis men, sorry, uh, who dress in a lingerie specifically made for uh, male-bodied men. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I remember that was one of the first sites I remember looking up because obviously the X-Dress. You're like, all right, let me see the... This is yeah. like when you look at cross-dressing like clothes or something. That's one of the first mm-hmm. sites. And I remember looking at it and I'm like, yeah, it doesn't do it for me. I don't know. <laughs> I think it might do it for me. Like, I do like watching those sites. Now, yeah. So if, if, a, if a man like that was in some, some of these porn, I think it may be a turnoff for you. For me, I think it, it, it would not be a turnoff. Interesting. What of our first points that we might not be quite a mirror <laughs> image of one another? We might, oh, interesting. Yes. We might be one of those like a circus, you know, like fair mirrors where it's kind of like <laughs> the same, but it's kind of like wiggly. Yeah, uh, exactly. Uh, but I think that's important. I, and I feel like this is the sort of thing that people get out of those trias meetings where you find the different the differences and the similarities and all of it is OK. Yes, I think. We are all looking for validity and all f- looking for understanding, but like it's when these people just start attacking you and you feel like, okay, well, if you're just going to like, you know, how can you do that? You're gay. That's a gay thing to do. And you're like, okay, I'm going to go over here now. <laughs> like, right. Know. And I even find it in myself too. Like when I describe myself to like you or um, other, other people in this community, sometimes I feel the need to uh, say, well, I'm just a regular guy. I do X, Y, and Z. And yeah, yeah. Well, I, why is that necessary? What am I trying to do? I'm trying to, I don't know, just yeah, try to justify it or trying to make it less, I don't know, less scary. Like, you know, like, oh, but look, look, I play baseball. Like, I don't care. Right. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yes, I'm a baseball player. That's part of my identity. Um, that's not particularly germane to the Cross Yes, yes podcast listeners. Um, unless there's anybody in the Chicago area who can throw 80 miles an hour, then please contact me. But <laughs> <laughs> so don't call the Cubs then, am I right? <laughs> don't, no. <laughs> uh, 
um yeah it's it's strange in that way because i've always felt like it in in between and sometimes you look at some of the people on your podcast and you're like one wishes like me that shit man i wish i wasn't all in in this way because with some of that sometimes it comes with a conviction that's like fuck everybody else this is who i am but for me it has been yes cross-dressing is a part of me but it's not i i don't identify that's not that's not going to be on my i don't know my resume right like obviously it's not on your literal resume but my resume as a person mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. it's not a big portion of it maybe yeah i think in for most people, and I, I, I always struggle this with this with the podcast, is that the more that people came on, the more I realized how similar we are, but also how how different we approach our cross dressing. Even if that means full transitioning, and for some of this, for some of us like you and I, I think it's just like well, I like to do it sometimes, or I like to present that way sometimes. But we're such a huge fucking, and it's not a spectrum, but as one of our former uh, Jesse G uh, a 3D matrix or something she said yeah, right a fucking scatter plot that is the yes. fucking greatest way to to define gender is because it's you can be like and we talked about this in our discord the other day it's like you can be on this part of the disc you know this and you can be this part here and then everybody's like well we need more labels and I'm like we don't really need more labels we need just people being their se- themselves right and then just telling us well, what are you like well actually I play baseball and actually I like dressing up this way and actually i might be gay or bisexual there's no fucking label for that it's just viv you know that's right just you that's what makes you special that's what makes you unique and that's fucking valid and it's just like we need to connect and say hey what do you like oh you like baseball hey how about those dodgers you know or how about those cubs and it doesn't have to do anything with cross-dressing but it's like yeah but we can relate like oh baseball you know how do you feel about the you know (laughs) intentional walk rule you know like oh yeah how about that you know like you get into like these you know, well, according to the purity of the game, it's like that has nothing to do with cross-dressing, but we still connect or relate, you know? Exactly. Yeah. And labels are great because they're unifying, but they're also bad and they're dividing. They're by their nature, they're they're meant to make discrete uh groups of things. Totally agree. And uh I I don't know. I mean, I'm so happy you came on the podcast. You fucking lie. You told me I don't know if we're gonna talk for that long. I was like, shut the <laughs> fuck up. You know we're gonna chat it up. <laughs> <laughs> I, you never know because you you get real vulnerable and sometimes there's not there's not a click with people. Uh, I, I've I've met and we talk about my sexuality a little bit, um, and I don't want to diminish that. And in there have been times when I meet up with uh, with men from from Grinder. There there was a time when I met up with a transgendered woman. These y- you meet up and it's just not there. Like there's still that part of it too. There is also a chemistry. Like just because you're into transgender people doesn't mean you're into all transgender people. Just That's like. True. They're, not, they're into men, but not all men. Very true. Very true. And at least when, at least I'm so glad you came on here, but I, I feel like I'm, I'm fairly welcoming to people that I'm just like, Hey, tell me your story. And then I can find something I can relate with. Cause I love baseball. I mean, I'm a for, unfortunately a Dodger fan. So the yeah, unfortunate is right. Even though you guys are the reigning champs. I know, but you know, you know, but it's like, I mean, you know, Trevor Bauer came, I guess, you know, I yeah, guess that guy's okay. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I love that you came on the podcast because I'm telling you, people are going to relate to you and like understand your story and be like, oh my God, I feel that way too. Or, oh my God, I'm a cross-dresser who has gay tendencies or who might have that kind of feeling. And that's why I pretty much asked you to come on because yeah. someone's going to listen to you and be like, holy shit, fucking it, changed my life. <laughs> if you have gay tendencies, 
if you take nothing else away from this, like, I mean, if if you have a if you have a a family and stuff, that's a that's a different set of circumstances that you need to be careful of. But otherwise, like, just just fucking do it. Like, they're like Saint <laughs> Saint Peter's not going to be checking like your list at the end of your life and just saying, oh shit, you can't come in. You had this one this one dalliance with a with a man from Grinder, like. I guess I don't know. I've never been there, but like, <laughs> it's not a place I want to be if that's how strict they are. Right. Uh, just, yeah. just fucking do it. And if you hate it, then you hate it. If you love it, then now you know you love it. Right. And that's, that's the part of the beauty of discovery, right? When you find something, I'm sure when you were at that bathhouse, you were like, Oh my God, this is amazing. Like, <laughs> you, you know, yeah. when people go, do something that like changes their life or that makes them realize it was either it's really good or it's really bad for me. It's when I had sex with like, men and i'm like okay that wasn't very fun that was the true post nut clarity because i talked about it when i pretty much like blew that person and like saw their come and i was like and she tried to do her best jo job to like make me come and i'm like that's not doing anything for me like my body knew and my brain yeah. knew like this isn't it yeah right and that that's a nice clear clear message that uh your your body is telling you and what what i don't want to also if if people are listening to this uh, what I don't want them to take away either, because this is how I feel sometimes when I listen to your podcast, is there's a amount of confidence that comes with talking with you or about it openly like this, that still when I went to that bathhouse, even though I like talking about it, if you get me warm the right way, I still had post-nut clarity about that. And sometimes like I don't feel great about it. It's the th one of the things that I'm most proud of and also most ashamed of. But mm -hmm. uh, if, uh, you know, be safe, but do it. <laughs> no, I, I, to be honest with you, when I, when I had slept with those trans women, those cross-dressing uh, people, like I still texted people, right? I still texted them like, hey, I'm going to this house or hey, this person's going to be over just letting you know where I am in case like literally I was fearing for my safety, you know? And yeah. You know, I should have worn a condom some of those times, but like I didn't. And, um, you know, immediately after I got tested because I'm like, well, I don't know. Fuck. I don't know. what's you know, like, I don't want to, because you have to be safe. You're right. Like, and you're right about the confidence thing. Like you were so like hesitant to come on the podcast. Everybody just, if everyone's, <laughs> so, I, I was. And so everyone who's, who's hesitant, please reach out uh, to Giselle and, and talk to her and see, see where you fall. You, um, I, I'm, I, I you just never think you're well not uh, my personality like who am I I don't feel important enough or knowledgeable enough like I'm figuring this out and I feel like I've given no wisdom on this podcast but certainly someone will find some wisdom in it I mean I am I've, I I don't know anything about bathhouses that that's like <laughs> sometimes like a hush hush kind of thing still which I'm like clearly there are only gay men going in there there must be there must be more than baths <laughs> yes it's crazy like it's crazy that this sort of place exists and i wish it just was more of a thing that people went to um it's just now i've heard that this particular bathhouse at one time had a cross dresser transgender night um i don't know it was like like on tuesdays or something uh and that would have been wonderful to go to i just didn't know about it didn't look at it um. Yeah, it, it would be interesting to go to. It was controversial because um some people in in the gay community think that that's a a transgression of of the meaning of a gay bathhouse. Um, so that's interesting in and of itself. Uh, but yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, in San Francisco, there's a, oh, there's a lot of bathhouses in San Francisco. From I, what I've seen, maybe at least like three or four. Uh-huh. In the Bay Area, there's like two more that I know in Oakland and Berkeley. So, I don't know. Nothing wrong with them. I just like, there's something going on in there. I would like <laughs> to know, but I just never ventured it. I know you asked me. I never just never thought of going in. Would you venture in if you knew it was a it was a crossdresser night? Oh yes, I, actually okay. yes, yes. I would totally go. Obviously, I'm married and I'm not I'm not ev- ev- that adventurous any longer. Right. But had I been then, yes, I totally would have. Yes, totally. And that's that's tough because yeah, that that's one. I don't know. I, I'll parse my words here. I guess I'm careful. Um, that's sort of a drawback of marriage potentially, right? Like. To say like I would have done that if I wasn't married, mm-hmm. but I I think it's more complicated than that. Obviously, oh, yeah. like you're older now, that's also yeah. harder, right? Um, yeah, yeah, and I mean, I I lived a really good life enough to tell enough stories on here on the podcast mm-hmm. that like the first like 15 episodes are just basically my cross dressing stories, and then here and there I sprinkle in a little bit more of just myself. And truly, this podcast has become more than me. And I love that because I'm like, yes. I can only talk about cross-dressing. You can only talk about cross-dressing so long. Like, how many dresses, you know, like, oh, this is my dress I bought today. You know, I'm like, nobody wants to fucking hear about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, great, Giselle. Now what? You know, and there are other podcasts out there that do mention cross-dressing. And they're, I won't say, but they kind of suck because all they do is focus on cross-dressing. And I'm like, what about the other fucking issues in the world that like clearly have to deal with this, like gender and fucking law and like, you know, and other things that are like in sports, like transgender in sports. It's like, that's a fucking huge issue. And cross-dressers, you know, we may not be specifically in it, but, and I argue cross-dressers are transgender because if you're presenting as a gender, that's not the same as your born sex. It's like, well, clearly you are transgender. It's the umbrella. So, and and that's some of the frustration I had with Dan Savage, who was great and a great start, and I still recommend his podcast. But if you had like a crossdresser call call in, uh, my sense is like usually it's like, well, you are who you are. Fuck everybody else. And if yeah. they can't see you for who you are, then you know you should dump that motherfucker already. And yeah, I, yeah, I know that. I know that. Uh, and uh, was that that acronym that he was yes. DTMFA? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's not helpful because that sort of ignores the part where you get to question and and discuss and like, hopefully you get to a place where you're comfortable with who you are. Um, And, but that's, what's unique and special about your podcast and the people that you have on is that we're all sort of struggling it together at different degrees of having figured it out. Mm -hmm. The eternal struggle podcast is what I should also (laughs) think about the name. Um, man, I will, oh, gosh, I know you only have like 10 minutes left. Fuck, yeah. I knew we were going to talk longer. God damn it. Oh, I I, I'm not, I'm not against coming back. Um, okay. Uh, I just, I don't want, I guess I don't want to overstay my welcome, but clearly oh, you've made what? me feel very welcome. For another two hours. You know, clearly we can talk about, like, we haven't talked about yeah. transport yet. We, I could talk for I days I, about Dan Savage because that guy is, he's pretty important in the sex scene and, you know, he's from Seattle and. He, he's the one who's responsible for the word um, pegging, actually. With his... Oh, really? Originally from Chicago. <laughs> oh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, he, he started a, like, he, there was no name for pegging. Um, uh-huh. So he, like, started a, I don't know if it was like a poll, and people liked uh-huh. the word pegging. So he, that's the word that won out. And it's now that's what it's known as is pegging. Oh, and I would like to talk to you about pegging, too, because that's, that's sort of an interest of mine. To, Girl. Someday, someday, we'll, someday we'll get to it. Yes. Um, we, 
Yeah, obviously. <laughs> we've transported, girl. We haven't talked about our favorite trans artist. Anyways, it's fine because I know we've got to go and people people love you. And I, you have a great podcasting voice. I know you've done this, you said before, and people Thank would you. love to hear you. So, yeah, um, I've done. Uh, yeah, I, I'm interested in hearing the feedback. One of the things that I'm afraid of, um, and this is irrational for a couple different reasons, but, you know, one thing that, that I'm afraid of, I guess, coming on here and talking, and I'm still hesitant and questioning through it. I'm worried about somebody saying, oh, I figured out who this guy is and he's this and he doesn't he doesn't know it yet. And that's sort of scary. I, I don't know what even that thing could be. But like, uh, for instance, like, oh, yeah, he he's going to transition. He just doesn't know it yet. And that is that, that it's scary to me. Or he's gay and he's just denying it. And again, it goes back to just being afraid of being gay, and which is um, silly. Yeah, and I, I mean, when I first started my podcast, and I got a lot of that feedback for just myself, or like, this person doesn't know what they're talking about, like, this person's just going to transition. And even the, um, I think one of the books you talked about, I remember reading one of the, not comments, but I think one of those authors said that every husband who cross-dresses is actually just like a a woman waiting to transition or something that is eventually every every crossdresser is eventually going to transition and that book's kind of old that book's probably older than 15 years one of those books i think yeah i think they're both around around that age and in in some of those books um i think in particular my my husband betty she takes issue with some of the the standings of some of those well-known groups trias being one of them and i don't remember exactly what their stance is but some of it is along those lines it's like well you're either transgendered and that you want to transition or you're not. And she was arguing more for that. There's, there's a spectrum and yada, yada, yada. I won't tell you what happens in, in the book. And I really suggest you read it. Um, if not anything else, then just to see a list of things you don't agree with, which I think is helpful in and of itself. Right. I probably do a review on it, of course, definitely. Cause I, I like, re- I don't like reading a lot. I actually just like watching um, TV and movies. Uh, and porn a lot more, yeah, so. yes yes uh, well cross yes book club maybe yes oh that's a great point and i will just listen in and just see what else everyone else is talking about and add yeah. my own two cents which is great about the discord <laughs> is that you can just kind of sit back and let people talk and then chime in it's true that's what i love doing and i love i love inputting my own stuff it's crazy to think that i've, I've done almost 100 of these episodes it's like what the mm-hmm. fuck like people actually like still want to hear me it's wild wild fucking <laughs> Well, I hate to burst your bubble, but they might be listening for the guests. It's true. Thank you. <laughs> and you hear that? All you, all you people out there. Yeah, it's Viv. It's pretty much all Viv. Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> gosh. Um, uh, but no, thank you for being on. Um, like, it's, like I said, it's kind of like talking to a celebrity because I've listened to you for hours. And uh, I, I agree that um, we don't have this figured out yet, but we're all trying. And it's true. It's true. All right, fine. I'll, I'll end with my famous question that I ask all my guests because you know we're going to have you on. And I think I, t- I don't know if you heard this, but I think we're going to try and do roundtable discussions with at least two okay. or three guests at a time with topics like are crossdressers transgender, uh, transgender people in sports. Uh, ooh, ooh, another one is like uh, one topic that a lot of people have issues with are like um, transitioning at like er- an early age. So these are all. Mm-hmm interesting topics that i kind of want to bring yeah. up but um i don't know if you're interested in that at all if you're yeah keep me in the loop uh, i i would be interested in doing something like that 
Yes, yes. Anyways, okay. Well, I know you got to go soon, so I'm going to ask you my yeah. favorite question and famous question. In a perfect world of cross-dressing sexuality and gender, what does that look like to you, Viv? Um, I, oh, I know you always ask this. I should have had, a, I should have had an answer. <laughs> yeah, everybody, <laughs> everybody knows the question's coming. Everybody's it's like, it's oh, coming. Um, just, you know, let, let people be who they want to be and just get on with it, right? Like, I, I feel bad sometimes that I don't, I don't, present or am not forward enough on my cross-dressing because that helps normalize it. Um, and, and I'm not helping in that way, but it would be nice that it wouldn't, it would be something that you didn't need to help. Like my parents don't need to know about my cross-dressing, but they do need to know that they exist and they shouldn't write legislation against them. My parents are not senators, but if they were, (laughs) (laughs) um, so that's not really a good answer. Um, a perfect world. I am really intrigued in your guys' uh, idea of the gender flipping switch. So, in like the perfect world, that would be nice just for a couple weeks to switch into girl mode like completely and then switch and turn it off and be a man for a couple weeks. Uh, but that's not the spirit of your question either. <laughs> no, dude, that's a, that's a great answer, anyways. I would fucking love to be Giselle certain days, have boobs. Have a vagina for an hour and then be like, all right, I'm done. The post not clarity. Although I guess what would it be post ovary clarity? Yes, post post climax. <laughs> like there but you would have multiple climaxes, so it'd be like, well, you know, I'll just keep going. It'll Does that mean going. women never have clear thoughts then? Because they don't That they is don't the wow. Wow. That's some fucking wow. I, <laughs> Um, uh, but Kirsten's not here. She would probably be very upset. She's with upstairs. That line okay. of thought. <laughs> well, she doesn't have any thoughts because uh, basically she everything is the the truth. So yes. <laughs> Anyways, uh, girl, thank you. Ugh, thank you so much. I fucking love this. Did you have fun? I don't know. Was that? Was oh, that I, I I had I had uh, a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> I would be happy to come back and yeah. get more free therapy. Yes, essentially, that is what this podcast becomes. is It's like a symbiotic relationship. You get therapy out of it, and I get an episode. It's fucking perfect. That was the name of my former, or the tagline of my former podcast. It was it was a um, uh, a series of therapy sessions taking place in a diner, which was was our tagline. Nice. So. <laughs> nice. Well, I mean, this podcast we're we're doing okay. And like I told you, we get like maybe a hundred plays an episode, a hundred plays a day, which is why that's, that is awesome. And I see that your discord is active. Um, it's, it's wonderful. I, I'm really excited to see how this keeps going. Yes. Yes. And finally the miscellany. Yes. And that was part two of my curious conversation with Viv and episode 101. Viv was a lovely guest who shared some of the same traits as I do, which I absolutely loved. I kept calling her the mirror image of myself in that she liked the same things I pretty much did, like trans porn and baseball. But I did find it interesting that she is sexually attracted to the male chiseled macho body, where I guess I'm not. But that's the beauty of the human spirit and the human being. Like, We may share similar traits, but still vary in other ways. Whatever the case, I think it was a great conversation I had with Viv, and I cannot wait to have her here again. But that's all for this episode. Just a reminder, we still have a question of the month. Who is a woman in history you admire? 
or look up to and why, still email me Giselle at crossyaspodcast.com or hit me up on our Discord, Rochi underscore Mochi, pound 7325. Also, support us on Patreon if you haven't yet so you can get all the cool bonus stuff by signing up. And thank you again for spending your time here on the Cross Yas podcast. You could be anywhere else in the world, but you're here listening to me talk. And for that, I can't state it enough. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And until next time, keep it fresh, stay blessed, and remember, you're gorgeous. Again, guys, I'm not here to diagnose or treat anything. I'm just here to share my story. Have others come on the podcast to share their story to help you learn about the world of cross-dressing, sexuality, and gender a bit more.